There I am. I didn't turn you. <laughs> I didn't turn you. <laughs> hey, uh, there we go. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you shall not speak. You shall not pass. Right. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Dad's missing. I need you to help me find him. I can't do this alone. I get situated. I got the laptop today. Hey, we fancy. Feeling all fancy with my notes. So the last time we talked, I was going to Disney. And you are back. And I have since come back from Disney, and I ran a full marathon. God bless you. Uh, it was rough. It was in 80-some degree Florida humidity. Oh, hell no. Nah. Uh, it was it was rough, because last time I did this, it was uh, 32 with a wind chill of 26. <laughs> Talk about extremes. In Florida. <laughs> Talk about extremes. Um, yeah, so, you know, I think I've... I'm, if I tried it again, I think I could have the perfect running weather. Third time's a charm. And um, I think I'm only going to go with like a princess or the wine and dine, oh. which are both only half marathons. The princess always looks like so much fun. Uh, a friend of mine did it and she looked like she had a great time and now she really wants to expand into like the Disney. I act runs. like I run. I think you could do it. I'm like, I, I walk the 5K virtuals to get the medals. You just have to have a 16 minute mile and uh, they have characters for pictures. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, there's tons of people who walk it. I can do that. Just quick walk. Quick walk. Busy mall, mom walk. Mall walker walk. Yeah. I can do that. But yeah, so um, we're back. Yay. Yeah, we had a little, uh, little hiatus because we had, a, we had a couple of changes in our lives. Uh, it's work, Pete. We're not going to lie. It's work. <laughs> work jacked us up. Um, so we kind of missed a week and we were sorry about that because we've been really trying hard to get this on a weekly basis because one, there's just... So many episodes to get through. Yes. Um, and we want to keep you guys, you know, regular. <laughs> On a regular routine here. Some fiber in your diet. <laughs> we're that fiber. Once I, I think we're good. Once we figure out what our actual jobs are now, I think we're uh we're getting in the groove. Once we get in a groove, then we'll be able to make our schedule normal again. I agree. I agree. Okay, well, let's get into it. We're episode 13. Ooh, 13. Yes. Route 666. Didn't you say that uh, today we're, we're recording this we're on January this. 31st? I'll say we were going to try and do this yesterday, which is why I preemptively struck on my uh, t-shirt post. On the Insta. Of we my have, oh, Natural. Wait. Oh, yeah, news. We Breaking an, news. We have an Instagram. We do. We're on the gram. It's SPN Balls pod on the insta check out our insta um we're gonna be I posting feel like, wait i feel like we gotta do something right now i was gonna try and make a little boomerang oh my god this. oh my god this is so cool okay i'm not doing you i'll do it i got this all right hold up let me let me get out of them oh, that was my dinner from last night <laughs> bulgogi balls. sorry i'm i'm multitasking with instas here from my actual insta to the podcast insta i'm not gonna lie i got four instas all different things. All right. You know what else we should do? Hmm. TikTok. I do have a TikTok. I also have a TikTok, but I think if we, like, this would be a fun TikTok thing. We could do TikTok-y deals. Once that I, would be kind of cool. Once I figure out, t- I've never really made a video. Oh, I have. I'm not going to lie. I got to get into the other stuff but with the uh, with the cosplaying. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on TikTok for cosplayers. I just watch 
hours and hours of TikTok for no reason. I'm My- making a boomerang. Oh, shit. I hope y'all are ready for this. Damn, girl. Damn, son. Where do you go? I got things. I do things. Uh, we also follow a bunch of Supernatural people. If you want us to follow you, we can follow you, too. But you got to follow us, too. It's a give and take. Hey, we follow. You follow back. It's how this works. You follow us. We follow you back. You know, we got a lot of things happening yes. and trying to happen. Lots we have, of ideas. Uh, some applications to places to go. Um, we have some ideas involving uh, video posts. Yes. And um, other, like blooper type stuff because we're definitely not perfect <laughs> uh, as much as you probably don't think we are so <laughs> you only hear what I let you hear pretty much yeah Missy's in control of whatever you guys hear because <laughs> she edits <laughs> all of us <laughs> all right so this time we are talking episode 13 root 666 I like to call this the sexy episode <laughs> yeah giggity giggity um, this one, we decided to wait a day to record because it is actually the anniversary of the day that this episode aired. It aired January 31st, 2006. So long ago. But they, I mean, they look like babies. Such babies. Très bébé. Très enfant. Would you like a synopsis? I would love a synopsis. Notice it was not a synopsis. Hit me with it. It was a synopsis. Dean's first love asks him to come to Missouri to investigate a string of racially motivated murders. Ooh, we get a glimpse into Dean's past. I love that Sam doesn't let him live it down either. Emotional Dean. This entire time. Yeah. So, okay, before we even start, what did you think of Cassie? I liked her. Because Um, this is is the first one of Dean's uh, lover's significant others slash pieces of the past we kind of really get to deal with yes I I liked her I thought she um was a strong female character and she wasn't going to take Dean shit which I think is why he was attracted to her at the beginning I agree and Sam kind of has some say on that too that you know she seems really cool she doesn't deal with Dean's shit at all Mm -hmm. and you know she kind of tells it as it is but she's fearless and she's not a stripper. She is not a stripper. Yeah. Which is what from, I mean, from the people that Dean's been, you know, the girl at the, the restaurant that one time with her boobies hanging uh, out. Oh, yeah. He does like the boobies hanging out. Yeah. She's not like that. No, no. Cassie is very different. And we find out how different she is as the episode progresses. Yes. Because Dean, she's a lot of firsts for Dean. Mm-hmm. First love. First person he actually tells about the family to. Yeah. First, first heartache. Yes, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. He did. Oh. <laughs> Sexy episode. <laughs> it's the sexisode. Um, so this takes place in Cape. <laughs> it's root sex, sex, sex. Oh, God. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, no. So it takes place in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Cape Girardeau. Um, if you want to fight us, please let us know. We will answer all questions. And we will admit we're wrong. Definitely. Um, it deals with a vengeful spirit. Another one. Yes. Because that seems to be the thing this entire season is a lot of vengeful spirits. So, 
But remember from the last time, this is an odd episode, so it's a ghosty sode. That's true. There was only that one that wasn't a ghost episode. It was an odd number. Um, so this one, I noticed the Route 6 sign, which is how they got the 6. You can't do Route 66, so they just did Route 6. Um, I liked how the radio, when it starts freaking out, goes to a lot of Republican and political stations when it's flipping. Oh, I didn't notice that. Um, and you see this holy fucking souped up truck, which I think is completely unnecessary. Um, and when you find out the time frame in which it came from, I feel like it's even more unnecessary. I feel like it doesn't fit. Yeah. I feel like that's something you would see in the South now. Yeah. Or like in the eighties. Yeah. Like it was a very like monster trucky kind of. Exactly. Especially when you, I mean, I get it maybe cause I didn't really look too hard when they were pulling it out of the swamp that maybe this truck got a twist when it came back as the spirit of Cyrus. Oh, maybe. But you know when they did the flashback... Um, it was the same truck, right? It was the same truck, yeah. Outside the church and everything? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but I did appreciate that the truck acted animalistic mm. in its attacks. It kind of revved and revved and yeah. it was like roaring at them. Yeah. Um, but I think the disappearing in the beginning was a little over the top. <laughs> I agree. Um, and I think they handled it better... When the truck reappeared behind Dean near the end. Yeah. Um, but I got excited because they were going to come to Pennsylvania. Yeah. And Dean had to ruin it. Fucking Dean. Um, but I have to give Sam props on not trusting MapQuest in the 2000s and actually <laughs> reading a map, especially when it comes to construction. Yeah. Um, because they're trying to get around that construction. <laughs> when Dean gets a call from an old friend... Which, apparently Sam doesn't think Dean has any friends. Yeah. Or that he can even have a girlfriend when he finds out about Cassie. Yeah. And he also finds out that Dean told Cassie about the family. He was not happy about that. Which we find out is family rule number one. Mm-hmm. We do what we do and we shut up about it. Bitches. Which I thought it was saving people and hunting things. But I guess it's the family motto and not the family <laughs> rule. <laughs> Different. They're There's deep. a lot of technicalities you keep in this them family. Separated. No wonder John okay. had a journal. <laughs> he couldn't keep everything straight. He couldn't keep everything straight. He had to write it down. Um, but no wonder Dean's so scattered. He's um, like, you guys are supposed to memorize these, but I'm going to write them down, you know, just in case. You know what? You guys aren't going to remember. I'm going to leave my journal for you because I've spent years with this thing and committed it to memory. Um, we find out when they're going to visit Cassie that two men have died on the same stretch of road in three weeks, which one happens to be... Cassie's father. Mm-hmm. Martin. Martin. And the other... Was a friend. Was a friend. And then the next time is her uncle. Mm-hmm. But we get to see Dean meet up with Cassie and kind of interact with Cassie after seeing Cassie kind of giving it to the mayor yeah. a little bit. Um, but we see that they still love each other. Oh, my God. They're so cute. And Sam totally calls them out. Oh, my God. He does. He's like, look, I don't know why you guys don't look at each other. Like, she'll look at you. She'll check you out. And then you'll look away. And then she'll look. you'll look at her. And she'll look away. And yeah, Sam's just calling it as it is with this entire thing. Um, however, we see that Dean is obviously holding some resentment towards Cassie. Yes. Because he's very standoffish and short with her. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch broke his heart. Hard. But he still has feelings for her and oh, hates he, it. He still wants it. Um, What made me mad is when the mayor goes, what is it exactly you want me to do, Cassie? First off, I'd like you to do your job as a mayor. 
num- rule number rule one. Num- rule number one, you should probably protect the people in your town as mayor, making sure everybody's safe and not dying on the same stretch of road. And I get that the same stretch of road, which he does say is the way in and out of town. Yeah. Um, That's what he said. He said, do you want me to close down the one road? Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I do. do. Or put some kind of, I don't know, time on it. I was going like, to say, did they all die at night? Well, I mentioned that later. So the oh, two okay. gentlemen did, like her father and the friend. They both died at night. Um, but when the mayor goes, right. he dies during the day. Yeah. Which I called out, um, which they also noted because it wasn't on the same stretch of road. He didn't oh, die on the road. Yeah. Um, so nothing really happens with the road. And that's what, that's right after her uncle dies. Now you have three guys who have died on the same road, mm-hmm. which she does call him out on being racist. And he says, why don't you ask your mom? I'm most far from it. Oh, my God. And you kind of see her tail go between her legs. And she's like, what? Yeah. And that little tidbit, you're sitting there thinking about it. Like, well, what is that supposed to mean? Like, did, Oh, did, yeah. My first thought was that they mar- that he married them. Because we find out that her mother is obviously white. White, yeah. And her father was African-American. Mm-hmm. And she's mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, my first thought was that maybe the mayor married them when in a time when no one really married interracially. Right. Yeah, because that would have been in the 60s. Mm-hmm. But obviously I was wrong. Uh, I liked the cute brother moment when Dean alluded to loving Cassie oh. without actually saying it. Um, but I did have a question on why it's always Dean and Cass. Oh, <laughs> I never I didn't think about I mean, about we're not that. even too Cass yet. No. But <laughs> Dean's first love was Cassie. And then Cass. Oh, my Cass. God. Um, not reading too much into it, but I thought it was funny and oh, ironic. I didn't think about that. Uh, and then Sam is totally blown away by the fact that Cassie dumped Dean. Yeah. And Dean's just like, let's just go. Yeah, he did not want to talk about it. And then I was like, and there it is. The makeup sex. But I couldn't tell if it was makeup sex or if it was angry sex. I think it was both. And then, I'm sorry, I have to. The song that they chose <laughs> for this scene. <laughs> this is like our first real <laughs> sex scene, right? Yeah. <laughs> there it is, right there. Now I get that this whole song Played in the background softly. <laughs> so I get that with Dean, oh, it's all yeah. about that classic rock, and it is bad company. But I'm going to stop it there. <laughs> um, I thought it was a really weird uh, choice for a sex scene. Can we talk about a little bit about this scene? Sure. I mean, we don't have to go into <laughs> detail. Into um, Dean tail? Into, de- into Dean's tail. Oh, hey. Aw. <laughs> It was cable, you know, or it was. There were things show. happening. He that. wears the necklace a lot. <laughs> but I found it's a, it's a random shit fact. But I yes. figured it, I would just pop it in here, like Dean did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, so there was demand on the network to have more romance on the show, uh, but there was a strange kind of moral that had to be adhered to. So Anthony Pinker, one of the editors, said, "The violence we don't get a lot of notes on. For this episode, Route Six Six Six, though." The note I got from the network was, the girl can't be on top. What? Yep. What? And she was for a second. At the beginning. Good. At the beginning I'm of the thing. I'm glad that. They're like panning and he's on the bottom and she's on. But then that they is switch true. and then he like pulls her up and you know all that that happens. But um, I just thought that was funny. It's like, you can you do a sexy scene. 
but she can't be on top. I guess there's too much chance that something's going to show. Like a boobie's going to pop out. (laughs) She's naked. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. The leg, she had a leg up. Oh, I saw the leg Mm -hmm. up in the shoulder. Yep. At that one point where they were. When his back. Body wrestling. (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Um, Yeah, we never said (gasps) this was a child show, but. um, Get a little hot in here. I mean, there are sex scenes in this series. But not that many. No, um, but there are enough fan service moments. Yeah. Later on. Oh, whenever uh, Sam ends up Sam doing Sam like, has a sex with the where, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. that one. We'll get to that one. Okay. Um, I did notice at the end though he was such a sweet little cuddler. I like know. he had his arm around. He's like rubbing her arm. He's the one pulling her close. And it's at that moment where I'm like, he still really thinks something's there. And she's just resting on him. She has her arm across his chest. Mm-hmm. But she's really not pulling it closer. She's not really like kind of comforting him. He's, he's definitely the one just doing it all. He's and definitely into it. Oh, it was so cute. He's so in love. Um, so as that's all happening, uh, the truck finds the mayor. And now we find out that it is not, it might be racially mo- motivated killing, but it's the first like Caucasian we see killed by this truck. Right. Um, and I thought, oh, this truck doesn't care if it's daylight or not. Well, fuck. <laughs> this truck gives no Fs. Um, but I did think the mayor's death was a little bit dramatic because he's apparently hit by this truck, but then they say that it looks like his body's been run over. Right. Because when you see his face, it's kind of pulled back and it's kind of got some teeth showing and... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, after the sexy But it literally looks like gore. he was, like, clipped by the truck. Yeah. And then he flies off the side of the road, and supposedly he's run over by the truck. So after this all happens, the truck then visits Cassie mm-hmm. in her house. Yeah. Um, which my other thought was, why don't you just go upstairs? <laughs> Your house obviously has two levels for it. We saw the staircase at the doorway. Yeah. And you're just running around shutting shutters. Because that's going to save you from a truck busting through your house. Like, this truck with those wheels can definitely at least get up that ramp of your front porch yeah. and into the front of that house. Definitely. Why do you not just go upstairs? So then we have to confront mom because mom's been mum about everything. Right. They've asked her a couple of times, like, why this might be happening or about the mayor and why he would say something like that. And she really, now is not the time. She really can't right now. She's really tired. Can they talk about it later? Yeah. Um, Dean throws it that Cassie almost was killed. And you guys are both marked. So you're going to die. So you might as well just tell us at this moment. And we find out that it is potentially the ghost of Cyrus. Cyrus Dorian. And we find out more of a story about Cyrus Dorian and that he loved Cassie's mom. They dated. They dated before while she was kind of dating Cassie's dad. She was she was dating two men at one time. Um, but and she doesn't say it front out, but maybe Cyrus was a front for her actual relationship because she does mention that it was the '60s, and interracial couples weren't big then. They definitely weren't accepted. That was probably her plan, but I don't think uh, she let Cyrus in on that little detail. No, and I don't think he would have been happy with that either because he, in fact, was not happy about no. it. He ends up finding out about them after she breaks it off and goes to beat him to death. Beat, yeah, Martin. Beat Martin. Um, so he ends up in his truck mm-hmm. pulling a bat, I think. It looks like a bat. Yeah, I think he beat him with a bat. And almost beating him to death, but then Martin gets the upper hand. Yeah. And ends up actually beating Cyrus to death. Yeah, he ends up killing him. Um, and that's how his brother and the friend come in mm-hmm. because he ends up calling them to help dispose of the body in the truck in the truck in the swamp yeah um and this is after cyrus actually this is after he burns the church yeah so because 
that story is so heartbreaking. When she was telling it and she was crying, I was like, oh my God. And she knows it's her fault. Right. Like I think you that's can see that right. in her eyes because she goes, you know, the night we were supposed to be married, we actually ended up eloping mm-hmm. because of this whole stigma around our relationship. And they ended up eloping without telling anybody. So Cyrus found out where and when they were supposed to be married and actually ends up burning this church where there's actually a children's choir practice happening. And he ends up killing the children. So sad. And then the scuffle with Martin and ends up Cyrus dying. Right. Um, So he and the boys end up putting the truck in the lake or in the swamp. The swamp, yeah. Um, which I'm surprised you're in the South in the swamp and that body ends up looking pretty preserved. Yeah. It was kind of mummified, um, which I get coming underwater, but I'm feeling like if there's a fresh body under there, some kind of amphibian is going to find it and eat it. I fi- yeah. I figured something would have got at it. Um, so we find out about this and so they had to go find the body. We got to go burn salt and burn the body to release the vengeful spirit. Right. Um, and then I had a question because I'm curious and I didn't actually look up the supernatural wiki and I feel like I should have. Uh, when they were talking about vengeful spirits, they said something about a theater in St. Louis or a theater in Illinois when they were going through a bunch of the things that they had to deal with. One's a theater in, in Illinois. Oh, I don't remember that part. Um, so mean, they end up going. I remember them talking about um, the different vengeful spirits. The flying Dutchman. Yes. Yeah. And they end up pulling the truck out, which props to them. First off, they got that big old hunk of machinery to pull the truck out. I have a note about that later. (sighs) (laughs) And they end up pulling the body out and burning it, which apparently didn't just pisses off the spirit because now the spirit is actually in, isn't tied to the body. It's tied to the truck. Right. Um, Let me talk about that. Yes, please. Let me talk about the the pulling the truck out. Yes, please tell me about pulling the truck out. It was one of the errors I found. Ooh. And it says, there is no way Sam and Dean could have attached the chain to the submerged truck without getting wet. However, they are both completely dry. I noticed that too. I just was like, well, maybe it wasn't that far in. But then there was that whole investigation into Cyrus's disappearance in which the mayor who was killed was actually the deputy. Yes. At the time, and kind of figured out what happened, but did nothing. Right, and the mom kind of alluded to that he didn't do anything because he had known what Cyrus had done. Mm-hmm, so it was kind of like a kind of like a wash yeah. at that point, you know. Yeah, no one, no one was in a good place, but at this point, it didn't matter to really arrest anybody. Right. But yeah, so, no, I noticed that. Yeah. Neither one really jumped in the water on that one. No, they just show you them pulling after it's already h- hooked up and everything. Coming out of the swamp. But I did notice that apparently if you hide, you can trick the truck into thinking you're not there. Because see, Dean takes the car yeah. and Sam literally just hides behind a barrel. Oh, that's true. Of hay. Yeah. And the truck's just like, mm, not that guy. I, I wrote down, I was like, after they got the tr- the phantom truck comes back. And it says they realize they have to burn the truck and Dean drives off as a diversion. And I wrote like, like Tomatoa from, Man- <laughs> from Moana. Oh, yeah. It's a diversion. <laughs> Um, and then I go, that son of a bitch rear-ended baby. But apparently there's no damage to baby because she's got dead ass. <laughs> dead ass, though. Yeah, and Dean's like, Sam's asking Dean where he is. And he's like, I'm in the middle of nowhere with a truck up my ass. Um, so at that point, Sam thinks he's figured something out. Yes, he has an idea. Um, and he starts giving directions as, which props to Dean. Because if somebody told me to go like, what is it? Seven-tenths Seven of a tenths mile. Of a mile First off, I'm driving at high speeds trying to figure out math. And then I'm also looking at my odometer and 
Here's my problem with that whole scene. First of all, Sam has no idea where Dean is. No, he's literally and going Dean off doesn't of- know where he is. But he's following a paper map. Like, Dean probably already passed this road, like, 10 minutes ago from well, how fast he was going. He was flying, and as he was telling Sam where he was, what, Decatur Road? Yeah. Um, he was literally, like, saw the sign, and it was past him by the time he got it out to Sam. Yeah. And then, but he makes that sweet-ass left-hand oh, turn. He really truck, loves those he like, e-brake turns. Yeah, on the brake, and then the truck flies past him, and he just swoos right behind it. Oh, it was Cause so Because he cool. does it again when he realizes he's gone too far, and he swerves around and then yeah. comes back. Mm-hmm. His seven-tenths of a mile. And he's like, all right, now what do I do? Yeah. Exactly what you're doing. Just sit there. Nothing. With the truck. Revving. Barreling down on you. Yeah. And he looked like he was going to shit his pants. I mean, you have a bad truck, first yeah. off. That's like having Grave Digger right. coming exactly. directly yeah. at you. Like he's going to run over and you. you have no idea why your brother just said this. All he's telling you is sit and wait. Yeah. Not like, hey, that's where the church once stood. It's yeah. hollowed oh. ground. It'll probably disappear. No. Sam just doesn't say anything and Dean's just sitting there going well fuck this is how it goes my brother has killed me he gives no inkling of the plan at no. all at all just listen to me follow my directions yeah, and just sit, sit there, there. Uh, okay and lucky for him the truck does disappear because after that <laughs> Dean asks him you know what would happen if you were if you were wrong and see Sam just goes oh I didn't think about that. Wait, we can play it out. I have the, I oh have the script right here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hold on. Let Do you want to be Dean? I'll be Sam. Okay. We're skipping <laughs> over. We're making That's it fine. Happen. Right here. All right. So we figure out it's hallowed ground. All right. I'm Sam. You're Dean. Yeah. Evil spirits cross over hallowed ground. Sometimes they're destroyed. To, uh, so I figure maybe that would get rid of it. Maybe. Maybe. What if you were wrong? Huh. Honestly, that thought hadn't occurred to me. Dean hang up the phone. Honestly, that thought hadn't occurred to me. I'm going to kill him. And or- that has been your reenactment with Lizzie and Missy. End scene. <laughs> no, that part fucking kill. Oh my God, we should do more of that. Because I was racking my brain trying to find no, this. I like that. Trying to find That's the stupid good, like, set- uh, clip of it. Mm-hmm. That's it. We're reenacting scenes I now. I love it. Um, so then they get no. back together <laughs> and, you know, Dean kind of talks to Cassie and thinks that they can maybe work. No, he wants her. He wants her bad. And uh, she pretty much kind of shuffles it and shuffles it till she looks him dead in the eyes and she goes, you know what? It's really just not going to work between us. And he says crazier things have happened. And that's how they leave it. Yeah. Maybe then, she'll come back. We can hope. Oh, I mean, Dean does have a history of his ladies coming back to him. Yes, but I mean like in this season. Oh, yeah. That would be nice. I did read a little spoiler of somebody who wants to come back for the finale. Who? Do you really want to know? Yes. Crowley. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say that. And Crowley will be at MementoCon a week before the finale. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> okay. Anyway. As I was sitting this morning looking at prices that we could <laughs> split for photo ops. I will make sacrifices. I mean, it, it's only $120 a person. That's fine. For like four photo ops. That's why I work. So do you have random shit for me? Oh, I got a lot of shit. Oh, I'm so excited. I got a lot. Hit it. I don't know where I want to start. Okay, I know you're going to talk about this, but... Yes. So there was um, the church being set on fire mirrors the 16th Street Baptist Church bombing, which happened in 1963, mm-hmm. uh, where four African-American girls who were part of a children's choir were killed in the bombing. Yes. 
This is the only episode when an evil spirit has been defeated due to the fact that it crossed hollowed ground. Ironically, I have that as a little <gasps> note, too. Really? <laughs> In every other episode, evil spirits and demons can enter the church without harm. Yep, I noticed that. Well, bam. Okay, let me get my other I like, uh, And they never really say why. No. I liked it, though. I did, too. I think I... I don't know. I think it was tied to the fact that, like... He had ties to that hollowed ground. Yeah, I, probably. Uh, so Route 666 is the sixth extension of Route 66, the famous Mother Road West-East Highway that runs through New Mexico, Colorado, and Utah. It was, the long, it was long saddled with the biblical number of the beast, but has been renamed Route 491 in 2003, ending decades of devilish innuendo and road sign thievery. I wonder if there's a crossroad along the highway. <gasps> I bet there is. I bet there's a couple. I'm sure that's where a couple of deals have happened. Crowley deals? That's actually Crowley deals. That's, a, that's where Crowley <laughs> is. That's his road. That's his, uh, his neck of the woods. His stretch of highway. Yes. Uh, so then, the, I thought this was the showdown between the Impala and the racist truck, as it is called in this, uh, is reminiscent of the episode of Knight Rider, Kit versus Car. Oh, my God. It would be, which they tie later on when they actually have Sam uh -huh. stuck in the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so the original pitch for the episode was based on the idea of it being a 42-minute car chase. However, budget and logistics of filming the episode forced the premise to be rethought. So then um, Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross Lemming were brought in to write the episode at the request of Eric Kripke after, quote-unquote, Losing a script during production and needing an emergency script finish in a week to replace it. How did... Wait. There's only one script? I think they had a script for something and they lost it. And they needed... How do you lose a script? I don't know. You don't have a backup? Clearly they don't have a dad what journal. What the hell? Computers, people. Come on. Uh, Eric Kripke has cited this episode as another one of his least favorites. Did he say Why? Uh, among other reasons, he claims the phantom truck wasn't scary enough and looked too much like a monster truck. It did. I yep. mean, it was still kind of scary, but it was definitely a monster truck. It was monster trucky. Yeah. Uh, I already talked about the sexy scenes. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Girl can't be on top. Uh, apparently, there's a lot about the starburst clock. The starburst clock shows up in the wall of Sam and Dean's motel room. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things that show up in, like, different places. It was also in... Um, isn't it in the uh, scene with the trickster? Uh, I don't rem I don't have it written down. But it was, I mean, before this, it was in like two episodes before this or okay. something. I can't uh, make this bigger, so I'm holding it up to my face with my glasses on. When Sam is telling Dean how to lure the truck to a precise spot, one instruction is to drive exactly 0.7 miles. When Dean first looks at his odometer, it reads 70,098.2 miles. When he stops, the odometer reads 70,100.6 miles, which is 2.4 miles, not 7 tenths of a mile. Wow. Okay. Dean <laughs> took the long way. I must, have been a, must have been a lot of takes on yeah. that uh, that one there. Don't they have like five cars? I don't Only know. like two of them actually run? Probably. One's just like used for exterior shots. One's for interior shots. One got beat up. Uh, in season four, episode 18, The Monster at the End of the Book... End of this book, excuse me. Uh, Route 666 is the title of one one of Chuck's supernatural books. Oh, yeah, it is. On reading it to Dean, 
I'm reading it, Dean says, everything's in here. I mean everything. From the racist truck to to me having sex. I'm full frontal in here, dude. <laughs> oh. That's so funny. Oh. Good old Chuck. And um, apparently Route 666 has the distinction of being the highest rated episode of Supernatural with a 5.82 rating. Wow. Yeah. That's that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought that one. I mean, it's a good episode, but I wouldn't thought that episode would have pulled that many numbers. Uh, it was the sexy scene. It had to be. It, it was had the to be first that. sexy scene. All the ladies taking their boyfriends, making them watch it, and then a little happy time Everyone's after. first introduction to Dean Winchester, all the other girls are like, oh my God, Becky, you have to watch this episode. He oh takes off God. his shirt, and he's like kind of slutty. Oh, hey. Okay, that's what I got. <laughs> all right. Um, so the two things that I'm going to give information on are Route 66 and the 16th Street Baptist Church bombing. Uh, I'm going to start lighthearted with Route 66 first. <laughs> Thank you for taking us to the happy time before so you crush us with the, with yeah, the rest of it's, it. It's heavy. Um, so unlike the Lincoln, Dixie, and other highways, Route 66 doesn't actually follow a, tradi- a traditionally linear course, um, which was actually particular, particularly significant to trucking, which actually started bypassing um, trains okay. as modes of transportation and moving things along. Uh, Route 66 was was assigned to the Chicago to Los Angeles stretch of highway in the uh, in April of April 30th, 1926, and it was given the U.S. 66 on November 11th of 1926. Um, Legislation for public highways actually appeared in 1916. Revisions were added to that legislation in 1921, and the government didn't actually begin construction until Congress revised the act again in 1925. Isn't it crazy that there weren't highways going across the country in the 20s? Well, what's even more crazy is the fact that, like, this hit, and obviously it was such a big boom that uh, people didn't care about how dangerous it was. Um, So it got the nickname The Mother Road um, in John Steinbeck's 1939 novel The Grapes of Wrath. Other nicknames include the Will Rogers Highway and Main Street of America. And in the book... The Grapes of Wrath, it symbolized escape and loss. Okay. It served as a primary route for those migrating west during the Dust Bowl of the 1930s, which brought severe drought and dust storms that caused tons of damage to the ecology and agriculture of America and Canada. Oh, Canada, really? It spanned the whole thing. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, it was officially removed from the highway system in 1985, being replaced by the interstate. Yeah. So poor old Route 66 got oh, the boot. That just made me think of cars. Um, now it became even more popularized by Robert William Troop Jr. from Harrisburg, PA. Oh, hey, hey, um, what he, up? <laughs> PA love. <laughs> um, he was the former pianist for the Tommy Dorsey Band, and he was also an ex-Marine captain. He was the one that wrote Get Your Kicks on Route 66, oh, no which way. was then a week later recorded by Nat King Cole after Troop arrived in Los Angeles in 1946. Cool. Yeah. Um, it is also now a historic landmark. Oh, that's Route cool. Route 66. Um, and they're talking about adding a bike path, bike way on oh, it. Oh, that would be neat. I'd like to drive Route 66 and see all the cool shit that's along the... Well, because of the Grapes of Wrath and because of Get Your Kicks on Route 66, it actually caused a boom in tourism. Mm-hmm. So a lot more stores started popping up along the highway that carried touristy type things, such as like keychains and magnets and anything you can get your hands on for Route 66. Roadside attractions. 
Um, so what was once used as the only link between Chicago to Los Angeles, basically across America, um, has since become a tourist attraction, has since been shut down because the interstate took over, and is now a historic landmark. I like it. And now we get real serious. <sighs> All right. So the 16th Street Baptist Church bombing took place in Birmingham, Alabama on September 15th, 1963 at 10.22 a.m. Four African-American girls were killed while 20 other plus at the time were injured. The four African girls include 11-year-old Denise McNair, 14-year-old Carol Robertson, 14-year-old Addie Mae Collins, and 14-year-old Cynthia Wesley. 10-year-old Sarah Collins also lost her right eye. She was in the bathroom at the time of the bombing. Um, eventually, three Ku Klux Klan members were convicted after being arrested, but that didn't come until a long time later. Um, so a little bit of history regarding Alabama and what led up to the bombing include the fact that the Alabama governor, George Wallace, was actually very strongly against desegregation. And Birmingham had actually one of the largest and most violent chapters of the KKK. Now, civil rights protests took place starting at the 16th Street Church, and it was a routine meeting place for civil rights organizers. So it made it a key place for people against the civil rights movement. Right. They knew where they were going to meet up. Um, the KKK would routinely call in bomb threats to cause fear and to disrupt civil rights meetings and church services. Um, and this would be actually the third bombing in 11 days after the federal court order mandated the integration of an Alabama school system. Wow. Um, thousands of protesters gathered at the church after the bombing, and Governor Wallace sent thousands of police and state troopers to break up the protests. Two young African-American men were killed, one by police, and many others were harmed before the National Guard was actually called in. And those two boys are also pretty young. Um, it was 13-year-old Virgil Ware and 16-year-old Johnny Robinson were the ones that died in the riot. Um because of this, justice actually went unanswered for almost a decade. Wow. And that's going past the fact that the FBI actually had information on the identity of the bomber and did nothing by 1965. In 1977, Alabama Attorney General Bob Baxley reopened the case. And that's when Klan leader Robert Chambliss was actually convicted after being arrested of the murder. So he was the first one to go yeah. in 1977 wow. after the bombing took place in 1963. That's crazy. It's mind-blowing that this would go for so long without one person being arrested for the loss of life. Yeah. Um, he would eventually die in prison in 1985. The case was then reopened in 1980, 1988, and 1997. During those time frames of the reopening, Klan members Thomas Blanton and Bobby Frank Cherry were arrested. Blanton was convicted in 2001. And Cherry was convicted in 2002. Wow. A fourth suspect was actually brought in, but he died in 1994 before he could be brought to trial, which was he Herman Frank Cash. Wow. In September, on September 12, 2013, all four girls who lost their lives in the tragedy were awarded the Congressional Me Gold Medal. And February 20th in 2006, the 16th Street Baptist Church was declared a National Historic Landmark. Wow. And so it served as a key pinnacle place during the civil rights movement especially in alabama and the south that's crazy 40 years mm -hmm. that's insane the fact that we were getting into the 2000s before other people who were involved in this yeah, we church were, bombing were even 
arrested slash convicted. Yeah, even it's, when you got into the 90s, I was like, holy, that shit, that's longer than you're like, no, 2000 and, what, 2001 or whatever. Mm-hmm. What kills me is that two years after the bombing, the FBI had information. Right. And they might not have had enough information to convict somebody, but you have enough information to arrest somebody. Yeah. And dig deeper, which I'm sure you could have then found enough evidence. He's a Ku Klux Klan leader. Yeah. It's mind-blowing, and it's it's just so sad. And if you look at the ages, 11, 14, 13, these are kids. So sad. And I, I, I applaud Supernatural for kind of like adding this in as a tie to this racist, segregationist episode as a nod to, like, the past of what happened and the tragedies that can occur right. by saying that this church was burned, and, well, in this case, it was bombed. Um, during a church choir practice, and I mean, this is during service. It's just very sad. Yeah, I don't. But even that's where Supernatural <laughs> took a really serious turn. I don't even know where to go. Like, with I'm that. watching. I'm watching with for like, ghosts and stuff, and we just got a whole history lesson. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. It's just so sad. It's insane. Like I mean, we never we never had to live through those times, so I fully don't understand why that ever happened. It's just it's crazy to me that. That could happen. Yeah. So tune in next time. As always, you can listen to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Download us. Share us with your friends. Yeah. And try something for me. Say, hey, Alexa, play SPN Balls Pod. See what Alexa does. See what happens. Could turn into a real fun time for you guys. It wasn't a fun time when I tried it with Siri. Siri was not game? No, I had to yell at her. (laughs) She eventually got it, but she was trying to do something else. I had to be like... S, P, Ed, like I was a cheerleader. I was say, were you doing moves? I could have, yeah. I feel like you should have. It was a missed opportunity. It. Yeah, but try it with Alexa. And you, we're on Twitter. We are. And Instagram. We got the Instas. And you can email us at spnballspod at gmail.com. Oh, you know another thing. Hmm. Apple Podcasts. Go and rate us. Please. If you like what we're doing, give us... The top number of stars and tell us what we're doing good. Yeah. Please. We, we need to know. We C- want to hear constructive from criticism or what you like, what you're kind of listening to, or what you kind of want to hear. We want to know. We are very receptive to these kinds of things. We want to engage. Please. Because that's what this is. This is this is a great series, which is actually really pushed by its fandom. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. what we are. We are fandom. the fandom. And we want to tie with all the other fandoms. We want to meet you guys. We want to talk. We want to talk supernatural. We want to find out what you like, why you were drawn to the series, what got you started to watch it. Was it this episode with Sexy Dean? Because I mean, I mean, if you haven't seen it, you should go watch it. That fucking sold me. And then fight the man. Be on top. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, TV people. Whatever CW network. Was it the WB then? It was the WB. And that's it for us, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, tune in next time. Bye. Bye.